This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> During a snowstorm, when your kids are off of school and are doing uh, online learning, and you're in the middle of a radio show and you get a text about one of your kids being marked absent in a class, so then you have to text your kid. Are you making sure you're checking in with your classes? She assures me she did, so I feel confident. Uh, my thanks to Charlie Daggett from CBS News. Again, if you missed that conversation, you just go to wccoradio.com slash podcasts, uh, marking one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. And I misspoke, and uh, somebody on Twitter pointed that out to me uh, when I called when I said it was a general who got these um, prisoners to fight, it was not a general. It was Evgeny Prigozhin, who is an oligarch, one of Putin's closest allies, getting these soldiers, or excuse me, getting these prisoners to go fight for Russia in exchange to have their sentences uh, vacated. They'd become free if they went and fight for, for Russia. But that conversation is available on the podcast. Uh, it has been two weeks today since Representative Angie Craig was attacked in an elevator at her apartment in Washington, D.C. She was able to fight him off using a hot cup of coffee. Scary situation. And in the two weeks since then, uh, more problems just coming up, just, again, signifying where we're at as a country. But she joins us now on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. Congressman Craig, thank you so much. Uh, I... I we don't have to get into the, the, the details of that attack two weeks ago, but just let our listeners know uh, how you're doing and, I guess, uh, how your family's doing in the wake of what happened to you. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on this afternoon. <clears throat> I'm coming to you from uh, snowy Minnesota. Yeah. Snowmageddon uh, just stopped here uh, near my house. So, <laughs> look, you know, physically I'm, I'm doing just just fine. Uh, you know, this was definitely a, a, a random attack yep. uh, that, uh, you know, was, was going to uh, happen to whoever uh, got on uh, that elevator that morning in Washington, D.C. But uh, certainly it's been a heck of a last couple of weeks. Uh, my my sons obviously are concerned. My wife is concerned sure. uh, for my safety. But, you know, it, it's been a heck of a last couple of weeks and not made any better, quite frankly, by the very uh, targeted specific threats uh, that have come uh, come about from uh, an, a National mm-hmm. Republican campaign uh, hit piece uh, that got picked up by Fox News and led to even more specific threats. So, yeah. 
Uh, that's where we are as a country, apparently. It's, and sadly, and we will get to that. I just wanted to applaud you and police, by the way, your office and police, because, I mean, it was immediate after we found out about what had happened. Your office and uh, Capitol Police said this was not a politically motivated attack, and that removed all kind of speculation, which even if it would have been a day or so, uh, I'm sure would have come up a bunch of people speculating. So bravo that we got that information right away you mentioned it it wasn't enough to go through that attack but uh now you're facing disgusting calls after this segment on fox parroting those talking points you were talking about from the nrcc that somehow you were a defunder and that somehow uh, you were getting what you deserved disgusting uh flat out lies but let me ask you this uh congresswoman craig did it surprise you in this day and age that i guess those arguments were being made, those, even though they were based on lies, that uh, a network and pundits were picking that up and saying the things that uh, Judge Pirro said. Well, maybe it surprised me a little that um, it was five days after I was physically assaulted and the bruises literally uh, had not healed from my face and the cut from my lower lip where I was punched. So, Look, this is a lie that Washington Republicans have been trying to peddle for years in my district. The district clearly doesn't believe it because they keep sending me back to Congress. And, you know, my record speaks for itself. And I I was heartened to see on Monday that uh, the the Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association, the 10,000 rank and file police officers in the state of Minnesota, uh, they put out a press release uh, calling it uh, a complete falsehood and um, uh, lauded my work in support of, of law enforcement. But You know, look, it's just further evidence to me that uh, Republicans would rather turn law enforcement into and public safety into a political wedge issue uh, than actually come to the table and work on the issues. And, um, you know, it is it's just egregious. It's it's an outright lie. And, um, you know, it just shows you uh, today uh, that the Republican Party is uh, uh, where, where it is. So the bottom line is all of our communities. Uh, everyone deserves to feel safe. That's the bottom line. And, you know, the issues are much bigger than just the buzzwords uh, that uh, each end of the political spectrum like to parrot. Yeah, I mean, that's the, you, you said it. I mean, there are real problems surrounding uh, crime, uh, public safety, as well as policing. And when you, when you get those calls of people accusing you of, of being a defunder, um, why isn't it enough now just to point to your record, a record that is <laughs> is like there for people to see? Why why is it that people just don't grasp that? Well, it, it doesn't benefit the other side uh, to tell the truth. Let's just put it that way. And look, I, I was uh, assaulted. Uh, for me, this is uh, it's it's been um, you know a, an area where I've always focused on is supporting public safety and mental illness and addiction, but. This particular individual, you know, it's, it's, again, more complex than buzzwords. I was the 13th count of assault on his record. Um, you know, why has he been released after yeah. 10 days, 30 that's a, days? It's that's a problem. Violent offender. It's a problem. And you got to say, this is a problem that prosecutors uh, and judges keep letting a guy like that out just to assault again. And then you can still say, why have we failed this 26-year-old man that homelessness and addiction and 
public safety and mental illness, you know, uh, why haven't we been able to offer and give him any support and assistance? And, and being able to say both of those things really illustrates the complexity of, of these issues. And you know, I'm more resolved than ever to kind of dig in uh, as a member of Congress representing Minnesota on these really complicated issues as a result of my personal experience. Congresswoman Angie Craig on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And I think you know this, you know, Republicans, though, they have success in painting Democrats as, you know, being soft on crime. Is there parts of your party, though, that you think that needs to be a little more forceful in, in addressing some of these issues? Well, look, I don't think it was particularly helpful uh, for the city of Minneapolis. And I know I'm going to stir it up here today uh, to, to literally offer a ballot initiative uh, to eliminate, abolish the Minneapolis Police Department. That's why I was the first elected official in the state of Minnesota in the federal delegation or statewide to say that's a really bad policy idea. We can all have a conversation about uh, improved policing uh, to make sure that we have police uh, reform uh, that works uh, for our communities. Um, but, but there are people uh, who have been, in my view, reckless uh, with their words over the last uh, few years, just as uh, there have been instances um, of police uh, culture uh, that have had to be held to account, uh, such as the murder of George Floyd, such as uh, what we've recently witnessed uh, in Memphis. If we have to choose as a nation between, you know, social justice and public safety, um, we've all lost. We have to choose both. And so how do we get back to the table together uh, to, to choose choose both? And that is, uh, you know, that the last couple of weeks uh, have been, you know, difficult for, for me personally, for sure. But I've just been overwhelmed by uh, the enormous uh, outreach from my constituents and uh, from um, folks throughout Minnesota to say uh, what what support they are giving me as well. And then I've seen the worst uh, yeah. of America with uh, the folks calling in and, and hoping that and wishing that my assailant had finished the job. This mm. cannot be the gutter politics that we live in forever. It just can't be. We've heard some of those phone calls. Our listeners have heard them. We've seen the transcripts. They're disgusting. Um, do you brush those off as anonymous trolls, or do you really feel threatened by some of those phone calls? Well, we have to feel threatened by them, right? I mean, that's why we turn uh, the specific threats over to U.S. Capitol Police. Uh, you have to understand that um, – you know, all members of Congress, most of us have seen over the last four years a significant uh, increase in the number of specific threats. My own district office has received bomb threats. Um, this is a, a job where certainly the risk has gone up. Uh, I uh, have a security detail uh, present uh, when I do announced campaign events now. That's just, you know, the way of the world today. And you had the, just let me interrupt. You had those before two weeks ago. So that was, that was in place before, or did that change because of the attack? No, that was in place before because of the threats. What, what you, what, you know, what, what none of us can a hundred percent protect ourselves from is uh, the random assault, right. uh, From someone uh, experiencing mental illness and addiction and homelessness um, uh, who, uh, decides that uh, you are in your uh, their path that day. 
you know, that is a much more complicated, how do you protect yourself 100% of the time? You can't. Um, but again, uh, you can focus on the elements of this issue, right? I was someone allowed to have 12 counts before he punched me of assault without any significant consequences. Um, where along the way did uh, this individual receive any treatment for addiction or for mental illness? Uh, you know, there's lots of issues along the way that you can dig into from a public policy perspective. Talking to Congresswoman Angie Craig, she's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Wanted to get to a couple of other issues uh, in, in the time we have remaining, Congresswoman. Your thoughts on Kevin McCarthy handing over January 6th footage to Tucker Carlson? You know, I, I mean, let me just start with January 6th was one of the darkest days of our democracy. And we're talking about uh, security risks in the previous conversation we're having. So I'm very concerned about any potential security risk that could come with the release of this footage. And, you know, I'll be doing everything I can to explore why in the, you know, why in the hell he gave it to Kevin McCarthy, uh, excuse me, to Tucker Carlson and what he intends to do with it. But beyond that, you know, what other promises did Speaker McCarthy make mm -hmm. along the way uh, with those those 15 uh, vote series to elect himself speaker? I, I think we've only seen the surface of what he may have promised. Um, the Ukraine war, um, one year since it started yesterday, uh, or tomorrow, excuse me, uh, President yeah. Biden uh, appearing in, in Ukraine just a couple of days ago, making a speech in Poland. Um your thoughts on how America's commitment to this effort has been? Well, first of all, um, you know, my heart and prayers continue to go out to the people of Ukraine. But remember where we were a year ago. Members of Congress were um, gathered in a room, and uh, our own uh, officials said that this would be a, a very short war. So think about, you know, just the resolve of the Ukrainian people uh, in order to stand up to Russian aggression to fight and defend their sovereign nation. I, I couldn't be more proud uh, of us as America to support them in that effort. And I think, you know, the renewed strength of the NATO alliance, uh, the renewed commitment from uh, many of our allies across Europe to uh, ensure that we stand up uh, and assist the Ukrainian people in uh, fighting back to Russia's uh, aggression is truly an extraordinary story. I also think we're probably... Um, uh, Ukraine is in for a, a very long conflict. I certainly hope not uh, and continue to hope that uh, this conflict will come to a peaceful resolution one day. But until that day, we're going to continue to support our friends and our allies uh, however we can. Last question for you, and then uh, I'll let you go. Um, many thought that since uh, some recent victories, legislative victories, President Biden might have announced in uh, this month in February that he was running for re-election. Uh, there's some speculation now that why that hasn't happened yet. Are you fully supportive of the president seeking another term, or would you like to see somebody else run? <laughs> well, I've been clear that um, I think it's time for the Democratic Party to allow new leadership to step forward. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries uh, emergence as the leader of the House uh, has offered an, a window into just how much talent we have in the party. Mm -hmm. uh, I've said, though, that uh, if uh, the president decides and runs for reelection, uh, I will support him. Very good. Angie Craig, uh, we, are hope, uh, we are so glad uh, you're doing well two weeks after what happened to you. It's uh, good to hear your voice, and thank you for updating our listeners on how things have been going for you, and the best to you and your family. 
All right. Have a great day, everyone, and uh, be safe out there. There she goes, Angie Craig, uh, Congresswoman from Minnesota's 2nd District on News Talk 830 WCCO. Back after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 